is here and he is wrecking all the glass panels you know what time it is it's time to go to work jerk of all trades podcast what's up ray ha 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 eddie (laughs) very very funny i want to mention that i have made it one whole week without drinking an alcoholic beverage before tonight and i got my windshield fixed and my buddy got his windshield fixed, and I'm starting the process of getting my win- uh, bedroom window fixed. So, um, yeah, I'm on the comeback trail. Stone Cold Ray Austin uh, is back <laughs> on the comeback trail. We, we heard the uh, infamous glass breaking, which signifies the most popular wrestler of all time, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He ain't going to be at the WWE pay-per-view this Sunday, but uh, there will, however, be some big names there. Not quite that big. So with that said, let's start the show, Jerk of All Trades podcast, and let's talk about Great Balls of Fire. Goodness gracious. Goodness fucking gracious. What a name. Great Balls of Fire. <sighs> I thought this shit was called SummerSlam. What happened? Uh, so yeah, SummerSlam is actually next month. This is what is probably and not probably it is the worst pay-per-view name this of is, all time yeah this is very different uh i'm not mad at it because it's something new but uh it's pretty <laughs> fucking bad uh the logo actually has a pair of flaming testicles shooting yeah, through it I saw that. <laughs> uh they're going right at smojo's face well they and, could be tits well, uh i, guess I mean are. i guess they are it balls. ain't called great Great titties of fire. It's called <laughs> great, great balls. Great bosoms of fire. It's called great balls of fire. Those are the grapefruits. And, you know, I thought when I heard this name, I was like, this is the worst name of all times, right? And uh, yeah. so we decided, hey, let's look up the top five worst wrestling pay-per-view names ever, right? Well, we're longtime wrestling fans. Yes, yes. So we don't have your typical... Worst names of all times, because we remember a whole lot more than Uh, what your average internet article is going to give to you. So here are the jerk of all trades. Top five worst pay-per-view names of all time. And none of them are as bad as Great Balls of Fire is what I found out. Yeah, yeah. shit. So let me kick this bitch off. I started with an ECW pay-per-view. There's a lot of bad ECW names. Yeah, there was some pretty bad ones. By the way, is this a pay? So there was actually some that were not pay-per-views. They were just big events. Yeah. Uh, big Ass Extreme Bash was one I considered picking. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. But it wasn't actually a pay-per-view, so I did not pick it. This um, ties into my so. depression of ECW going under. This was the second-to-last pay-per-view in oh, the history of ECW. I know what it is. Massacre on 34th Street. It's a pretty bad one, man. I didn't even think of that one. This one hurts me because yeah. I knew Rob Van Dam wasn't coming back. That was a bad era. WCW was about to die. 
and fucking just like this was the beginning of the end for yes the death kneel for ecw and a terrible terrible pay-per-view name massacre on 34th street yeah thank you yeah that's uh that's a bad one uh my first pick is actually an ecw one as well i actually have two ecw ones on this list which is interesting oh Uh, you better not take mine uh mine is actually uh december to dismember uh so that's not ecw uh, no, actually, believe it or not, actually. Oh, wait, no, that is. There yeah. was actually after November to remember. It was there was December there was actually December. there was actually a December to remember in 1993, um, and that wasn't actually a pay per view, obviously. Uh, but they later had uh, in the W W E C W era, uh, they had de- December to remember. It was actually the least bought pay per view of all time. They had an elimination chamber match. I actually was not watching during this era. I had already given up. Uh, but I retroactively watched it. Uh, they had an elimination chamber match in which Paul Heyman wanted CM Punk to win. He wanted him to actually defeat Big Show, who was the champion at the time. He wanted him to defeat him, the first person. And that did not go over well with Vince McMahon. And instead, they chose Bobby Lashley, which went real well. Uh, but just on the name alone, goddamn, December to December. It was a playoff November to remember, November to remember. Obviously, the quintessential ECW pay-per-view December to December. Not so much. So that November is, to remember that's my choice. Supposed to be uh the first pay-per-view of ECW, but it got nixed yeah. and they had to push it off and come up with barely barely legal. legal. Yeah, November to remember. I'll always I got fond memories of some uh, November oh, to Oh man, great, sure. great, great not so much on December to dismember. No, but, hell yeah. no. Yeah. Well, my next pick is a pretty simple one. It's from the In Your House WWF series. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same one as me. Buried alive. Ooh. This is just bad. This is no, just no WWE. No, thank you. You're going to bury somebody alive and you I want mean, me to pay $25 to watch it. I believe they were actually 15 at the time. Get the and fuck uh, maybe it went up to 20. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought this was actually, I looked through, so I had to pick an in your house. I have an in your house on my list. Um, I could have just put in your house on my list. Cause that That's was, a ni- name, that was actually initially on my list. And I decided to actually pick a particular one. Um, but Buried, buried Alive is actually not up there because, I mean, that was actually the match type, right? So I thought that was an okay one if, for what it was. This is a felony in the worst way. <laughs> you try to bury yeah. someone alive and get away with it. You let me know what happens. There is a lot of crimes that are named in... Uh, I, we just talked about barely legal, God damn it! I mean, come on! Uh, what was it talking about? Was it talking about these flaming balls heading at uh, some underage uh, people? Or we don't know what it was. Maybe but, an underage robot. Uh, I mean, we've hey, we've uh, we've heard the stories of ECW and uh, barely legal was actually fitting. So yeah, Ooh. yeah, we've heard about the uh, uh, I forgot what they call it, the lodge or whatever the. Uh, the hotel or whatever, the circular lodge thing that they used to hang oh, out. I thought you were talking about the videotape. No, I was no. Oh, well, we've heard about uh, Mr. Rob Feinstein too. Yeah, so uh, not to be not to be named. Fuck him. But uh, no, I was I was more thinking of the uh, the story about Todd as God and the uh, the lampshade. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And too cold Scorpio. Interesting. So, but uh, yeah, very uh, alive. Not that bad. Um, but yeah, I agree. in your house shitty. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll do. I'll, I guess I'll do my in your house. My in your house is. Uh, it's time. It's just called It's Time. Um, it's Time. And this was actually, uh, this was uh, Vader, I think, was uh, main eventing this one. Or, Makes sense. Yeah. But I thought, it, I mean, just in your house in general, what a fucking shitty name for a pay-per-view. Not much to that name. No. And then, and at the <laughs> beginning, too, they just had, like, in your houses, and they were all just in your house. And, like, there was no other name to it. And they had multiple of them. 
and they had the shitty in your house music. We're in your house. We're in your house tonight. And they had the uh, the double J one um, or the road dog, whatever it was. Um, but yeah. Oh yes, Nashville. Uh, WWF in your house. It's time. It's time for what? It's time for a shitty pay per view that's not on the level with the rest of the big pay per views. But it's probably still better than any WWF pay per view now. So damn but, man. Ooh, that, that hit hard. But I shouldn't have said that. But. <laughs> Ouch. That's pretty lazy. Zing, uh, zing. In your house, uh, pay per view naming. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they initially or that they eventually got rid of the in your house thing. So yeah. Yeah, actually, mine next one is kind of an in your house, but not really. I went WWE again, and I chose Armageddon for my number wow, three. Wow, interesting. Armageddon. You're trying to pump the end of the world on me. I'm not buying it. I think I'm going to live after the end of this pay-per-view. Armageddon mm. is not going to end the world. And I've never been a big Armageddon fan. December is Christmas time. You don't it's like the movie? To... You don't like the movie Armageddon? Never seen it. Bruce Willis? I think. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, i never seen it. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to that era of, uh, you know. But, just... uh, you know, give me something with a little bit of holiday spirit. I don't need that damn Armageddon. Like uh, Massacre on 34th Street? <laughs> It's a massacre for Christmas? Fuck uh, Why not? Why not, right? Uh, leave that to the jabronis overseas. Oh, come on. Let's not go down that road, Eddie. Anyway. Let's not go down there. So, all right. Not, Armage- never a big fan of Armageddon. I'm glad it's gone. I hope it never comes back. Yeah. Um. Well, Armageddon is here to stay. So, uh, my next choice is actually WCW. Oh, no. Hog Wild. Oh, God. So, we had, we had Road Wild, right? <laughs> And, um, well, this was before was hog wild before hog wild? wild was the first, was one. it the first one? And then they yeah. changed it to road wild after that. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. So this was all based around the fact that Eric Bischoff had hard on for motorcycles, right? So this was at Sturgis. It was in South Dakota. Um, yeah, I actually brought it up and I wanted to list off some of the matches. So, I mean, just the name fucking sucks really horribly. And road wild actually was not too bad. A uh, hog wild was pretty terrible abominable um, but abo- the abominable <laughs> abominable snowman that yeah. might actually be uh be a decent uh, main event for your christmas themed pay-per-view extravaganza uh but yeah we get the uh, the public enemy uh versus dick slater and mike enos i'm sure that was a fucking barn burner uh we got conan versus chavo guerrero jr uh we got the nasty boys uh knobs and sags faced off against high voltage robbie rage and kenny chaos uh, Alex Wright uh, versus Bobby Eaton. We got the Dungeon Doom versus Joe Gomez. Oh, man, I missed Joe him. Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez, Jim Powers, and Mark Starr. Uh, man, a lot of really shitty matches here. That had to have been on the these are all These are all on Saturday night, so let's skip past that. Uh, we got Mysterio versus Ultimo, uh, or sorry, Ultimate Dragon, they call him here. Well, that, that's probably that's actually not, probably not a bad four match. Four or five stars. That's uh, 11, 11 minutes and 35 seconds. I would love to see that match. Oh, uh, we might actually yeah. watch Hog Wild at some point. Uh, Scott Norton defeated the ice train, <laughs> missed the ice train. Little known fact about Eddie the Jerk, big Scott Norton fan. Oh, Scott Norton was a I fucking beast, Norton. dude. He yeah. was a beast, man. I like those roughnecks. Yeah, uh, he was definitely a roughneck. Uh, he was a rough rider. Uh, Medusa f- defeated Bull Nakano in a rematch from WWF, probably. 
Uh, Mr. Chris Benoit, Eddie's fave versus Dean Malenko. 26 minutes and 55 Ooh. seconds. Wow, this actually might be a better event than we realize. Yeah. Harlem Heat versus Steiners, also probably a good match. Uh, Flair defeated Eddie Guerrero. Whoa. Yeah. And then uh, Outsiders versus Sting and Luger, and Hollywood Hogan defeated the Giants. So actually, that seems like a pretty fucking rock-solid pay-per-view. I actually, I actually remember a lot of want, those matches. want to fucking watch that. So yeah. uh, anyway, that was my the pick. The main event is lackluster. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> if I had to pick the, the shittiest one uh, out of that. But anyway, that's, uh, that's yeah, my pick. So. Very, very good pay-per-view, actually. Or not very, very good, but uh, better than you would think for it being named Hog Wild. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely not the best name, but whatever. So now I'm going over to the total nonstop action portion of the uh, list here. Good for you, man. I don't have any from them. A little DX action. Destination X. Not a big fan of the uh, the ropes hanging above the ring. This is a career-shortening match. Uh, I was never a big X Division guy, and they basically named this pay-per-view for a specialty match yeah. for the X Division where AJ Styles could shine and steal the show each and every year. And Christopher I'm not, I'm not Daniels that, and but, uh, Frankie Kazarian. And I mean, there was some good X division stuff too, but it was a spot. Fest. And I'll be honest, there was one or two really good destination X matches yeah. that I, I remember watching, but as for a name destination X, it's like area 51. <laughs> like what, why <laughs> what happens at destination so X? Yeah. Why, why can't you just put these guys on blast? Say this is the AJ style show, <laughs> you know, right, right. or whatever. No but doubt. Like, it definitely was no doubt. And it's like a rip off of DX too. It's like DX. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? Degeneration X. Who's going to kick your ass? Degeneration X. Fuck. No. <laughs> Make some noise. But uh, yeah. I was your never, butt fell. Not, your butthole fell out. So if you're not. <laughs> If you're not, everybody made some noise when that happened, but yeah, if you're not wrestling in the Destination X match, you got to feel like shit, right? It's like uh, yeah. the whole pay per view name is Destination X, but I'm just like wrestling Ray on the first match of the card, and I got nothing to do with anything well, that's going on here. I believe that actually in the Destination X pay per views, it was all X Division wrestlers, so they actually this was their night, and so oh, none of the other okay. wrestlers actually were on these pay per views. So initially. there was no TNA title at the end of this. No, no, it was actually oh. it was main evented by the X Division title. So they kind of, tr- they were trying to make it its own thing, its own entity. And so they gave it its own pay-per-view. That is very interesting. So it's I actually not, not as that. shitty, not as shitty as you maybe thought it was, but the name's kind of shitty. The name oh. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for my next choice, I choose WWF Insurrection, Ooh. the European pay-per-view from 2002. Uh, they, I believe they actually had another one after this. And the reason why I have to choose it is. God damn it, it sounds like erection, right? Sure does. <laughs> I mean, come on. You've got an erection inside of a WWE ring. John Cena has had it before. And you know what? It happens sometimes. So wait, what? John Cena oh had an my erection? God. You've, you've never seen the, the video? Ring? It's like it's like the fucking J- Man, them steroids it's like, it's, must be it's out like of the, control. It's like the JFK assassination. He was wrestling Trish Stratus and Wait, what? Yes, he John was, Cena? Yes, he was in the no. He was tagging with Trish Stratus, Uh-oh. and he get he gets he gets a uh, he gets a boner. He tries he tries to wave his hand in front of it so you can't see it, but you still see it anyway. And there, is this a joke? I swear. Did you write this before the podcast? Hand on my heart. This is you not, said you can't see my dick. Like he, he did, did. You can't. See he did not do that. He did not. I made that up. I made that up. But he did in fact get an erection 
in the middle of the ring and it's really fucking awkward. And there's a whole video in which they basically just like break it down. Um, not DX style wow. and maybe DX style there's because that breaks suck it down. It. But uh, yeah, I've never had an erection during a wrestling match. Yeah, uh, hey, you've never been in a wrestling match with Trish Stratus, no, right? I so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it would, it's actually very, it's quite interesting, um, in a very, very bizarre way. <laughs> and I don't know how we got it. Oh, insurrection! Oh, insurrection! Uh, John Cena was actually not on this pay per view, and I don't think anyone got anyone got a boner on this pay per view. I remember insurrection fondly. I think well, yeah, no, it was it was all right. No, no, no. I'm thinking of Capital Carnage. My bad. Yeah. I thought this was the first pay-per-view with The Rock as uh, the corporate champ. Uh, the Rock defeated Shane McMahon with Mr. McMahon and Triple H with Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, this is a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shitty name. Oh, that this was... Oh, actually, this ran... Actually, Oh, sorry. This ran for uh, four years, actually. Yeah, this is a UK pay-per-view, right? Yeah. 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 I've only seen one of them. I think that was the only yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I tended to miss out on these. Nothing of... A uh, great note actually happened on these. Uh, oh, actually, sorry. Uh, Triple H actually defeated Kevin Nash um, what? in a street fight on the 2003 edition, which we might have to watch mm. to watch for Torn Quads <laughs> in the UK and Insurrections. So, yeah, Insurrection. Oh. That's my choice. All right. I only got one left. I don't know about you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Let me rock this one. Last but not least, saving the best for last. Gotta do it. ECW Wrestle Palooza. No, you did not. That's my number one. God damn oh, it. it is? That is my number one. Oh pick. my god. Wrestle. Dude. I swear well, to God. Re- dude, if I could flip my computer I around started from the bottom. If I could flip my computer around, oh my god. I would show you that Wrestle Palooza is the last one on my list. Damn it. Well, I have great minds think alike. I have a fo- I have very fond memories, as I'm sure you do as well, of this pay-per-view. Horrible name. God damn it, what a terrible <laughs> fucking name. What right? is this? Like, what is this trying what to What is be? a Wrestlepalooza? This is like, they were like, we need a name similar to Wrestlemania, um, but what the fuck do we call it? It's the, an extravaganza. It's a, what is a, I don't even know what a Palooza is. What's the, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like Lola Palooza. Oh, L- oh yes. Lala Palooza. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank but you. Thank there you. was no bands at this. No, there was no favorite. bands at this. Uh, the, so Russell Palooza, uh, I have fond memories as I'm sure you do as well. This was actually the first ECW pay-per-view that I was able to see. Yeah, first one in the live. Midwest market. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I watched this at uh, Tom's house, actually. Yes. So, oh, I did not know that. Tom, wait, what? Yeah. Tom did not come over to my house he, for this? He, he jumped WrestleMania <clears throat> and went straight to ECW. I did not know that Tom. I wonder who came over to my house for this because I know that someone was there. Maybe just, know, Maybe Justin? I don't know. RVD versus Sabu was uh, a great yeah. match on this one. Subpar main event, but I will tell you it was pretty hyped, though, because uh, Al Snow versus Shane Douglas, uh, but people were pretty oh, fucking yeah. hyped for Al Snow at this point, man. Yeah, he All the heads in the like crowd. Yeah. yeah. This he, was, it was a good one. He was changing the game at this point in time. And we had seen ECW already. We had been exposed to it. Uh, sports Channel. The Sports Channel. Uh, we had yeah. seen the, the Summer the of 97. Uh, but yeah, this was our first chance to be able to see ECW pay-per-views on the reg. Uh, we had this, and then we got to Heat Wave 98, which was, I mean, fuck, that's one of the best fucking ECW pay-per-views ever. So, uh, but yeah, Russell yeah, Palooza. A little, a little synchronicity to round Terrible out name. The, uh, yes, the absolutely. I, uh, we both didn't know uh, our list at all, so this no, kind yes, of funny. We'd... I thought for sure you would not pick Russell Palooza. I had Just to. Just based off your love for music. 
No, I you know I didn't even make the connection, and I still hate it. I still hate that name. It's a fucking terrible name. Wow, right? damn! I thought that was mine all day. EC, but, ECW, all right. hey, ECW had some good names. They had some bad names. <laughs> yeah, uh, Russell Palooza's on the bottom of the fucking list. It's the worst fucking one they have, probably. So that's crazy. Yeah. So all right, you want to get to these predictions? Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. For so the worst pay per view name of all time. Oh man, Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, Great Balls of Fire is coming this Sunday on the WWE Network. And I'm going to be completely honest and upfront with you guys. Um, I actually haven't been watching wrestling pretty much at all. I actually have not watched wrestling um, aside from this week, Monday. I haven't watched it since maybe two weeks after WrestleMania. Um, I was just sick of being abused. Um, I have uh, basically uh, talked about how pro wrestling is like an abusive relationship. It's like you keep going back for more. You feel like wrestling is finally going to love you and it's finally going to give you the things that you're looking for. And so often it doesn't, um, I don't mean to hate on uh, pro wrestling and I really want to love it, but uh, I needed to take a little break from it. I needed to be on my own for a while. And so, uh, it, we figured great balls of fire was a great place to pick up again. It's oh, got a great yeah. main event. It looks great like a pretty, event. looks like a pretty solid card. I watched raw. Yeah. I um, watched raw too. This is my first raw yeah. in months. Uh, I, barely made it it was just it's too long it's way too it's long. way 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 too long um but it looks like this is a pretty solid card and i'm i'm definitely interested to see it so let's talk about the first match is uh cruiserweight champion neville versus akira tozawa um this is on the kickoff show so uh eddie what do you think about this who do you think is gonna take this one uh you know i like uh japanese wrestlers i, I like their style and shit but i'm going neville yeah they're de- they've definitely given him this division he's the homegrown guy and he's the champ. It looks like he actually, so I missed out on this feud, and I really would like to see. So I know they face each other at WrestleMania, and uh looks like they face each other on uh, two other pay-per-views, um, Austin Aries. They actually had one of the best matches on WrestleMania this year. It looks like they face each other on Payback and Extreme Rules, and Aries is out of action now, I guess. Um, so I feel like it's got to be Neville. They've got to keep this title on Neville and you know, basically continue to pump him up as the face of this division. And so, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, too early for a I'm, title change. I'm going with, uh, I'm going Neville. Yeah. So. It's summertime. No one's paying attention. There's no reason to yeah. change any titles right now. Yeah. So, uh, the next match, my favorite WWE superstar, pro- probably Enzo versus big cast. They split Enzo them up. Enzo I was actually shocked. I did not know that at all. They had a super long video before, or like uh, he had a promo. He had an awesome promo actually on Raw. He was he kicked off Raw. Enzo. Yeah, with a great promo, a great yeah. promo. One of the best promos he that I've heard. He rocks on, it, bro. He rocks it like a motherfucker. He's you know what? What I really like about him is like obviously he's got the comedy. He's got like the pre-written stuff. He can like just nail that shit. He has good but, energy. But I like his energy. He's got great energy. But the thing that I like about him the most is that he can really resonate with people, and he can really bring that story and get people to connect with him mm-hmm. as like an undersized dude facing off against you know the big dude the guy that was his friend and he really brought up some really good points and i think he did a really good job of connecting with the audience and uh yeah i think he's i think he's got to be probably of the current talent he's got to be one of the best stick guys out there man you've got people like bray wyatt that get credit for being the best mike guy and goddamn i don't understand a motherfucking thing that that guy talks about and when was the last (laughs) time bray wyatt got you hyped for a match never he just rambles on and rambles on and this is the show where we talk about doing psychedelic drugs all the time, and I don't know what the fuck Bray Wyatt's talking about. So uh, Enzo connects and clicks with people, and uh, I like him. And uh, what's your pick? Who do, who do you think who you got in this match? Uh, well, you know, since my official WrestleMania title is not on the line here, I have nothing to worry about as far as losing my championship. 
Therefore, I'm going with my man Enzo Amore over Ooh. Big Cass. Don't give a you know what. And uh, I'm an Enzo Mark. So yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't I hope he wins, although I will say this looks to be their first match, and so I think there is probably about a 0% chance that Enzo wins this match, and I think it's very, very likely that Big Cass is going to win this match because, in the end, they like Enzo, and they want to give him the mic, but in the end, I mean, he's the small guy, and Vince likes the big guy. They tried to push Big Cass real, real hard after WrestleMania um, as a singles competitor, and actually that might have been before WrestleMania. I'm not really sure. Whatever it blends together. But point he being he doesn't have a catchphrase now anymore. Right. I, I believe I believe that so he can't rock the promo without right. Enzo now. I believe that Enzo said that he was gonna when he saw his merchandise check, he was going to be looking at a big fat zero unless he started walking around in shirts that say big casshole. So <laughs> And he wrote him another another merchandise thing though. Yeah. Cass can run with that and use fucking cash. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I bet Vince makes the shirt tomorrow. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, so yeah. Moving along, we have uh tag team action. The Hardy Boys versus Sheamus and Cesaro. 30 minute Iron Man match wow. for the World Raw Championship. Whatever the title. fuck they're called. They, these names are too long. Vince. The WWE you Raw got, Tag Team Championship. God damn it, man. Cut it yeah. down. Yeah. Chop it down. Anyways. So who's your pick, Ray? I went first last time. Um, so I don't know much about this. So yeah, so I mean, it looks. I mean, the Hardys had the titles after WrestleMania. It looks like they must have lost them to Sheamus mm. and Cesaro. Um, That's right. So oh, it looks like uh, it was at Extreme Rules. Uh, they battled out in a two two of three falls match or something. Um, yeah, I probably should know this, but whatever. Uh, anyway, point being, um, my pick is gonna. I'm going to I'm going to go with uh Sheamus and Cesaro because I think that the end goal of this has to be to break the Hardys up, right? Like I don't know. Jeff Hardy is obviously not getting any younger and he could be oh, main because of- Matt Hardy is like better by himself or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean you split them up and then now you have I mean, okay, so you have the nostalgia thing going right now. That's great, but for I mean Je- I always like Matt better, but I mean Jeff Hardy, there's no denying he's charismatic he's an enigma right uh but i mean he could make be he could be main eventing these fucking pay-per-views right he could be in the world title picture without a fucking doubt so he's not getting any younger let's get let's get him in the main event picture and you know matt hardy let's let him do his crazy thing with his weird fake teeth and stuff so um i'm sorry i'm looking at a picture of matt hardy's scaring me a little bit but <laughs> yeah uh, i i think Does that he have the gray hair or whatever? uh yeah he's got the little white hair thing yeah. uh but yeah i think I think somehow you've got a Sheamus and Cesaro. You keep the titles on them. This is really giving them something to do of note and break the Hardys up, you know, have some sort of, you know, something happen where, you know, whatever, one of them costs the other, the, the match, you know, Matt, probably Jeff. And um, then you have them feud for a while. And then you eventually throw uh, Jeff into the main event picture. So that's my assessment just from, you know, not knowing exactly what the hell is happening with this. So, well, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going Sheamus. And uh, Cesaro, I typically go Sheamus and Cesaro. I like their style and shit. Um, I think they 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 match up well together as a tag team. They got the power, and then they got a little bit more power with speed. With Cesaro. I like them together, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't hate it. So, and you said they just won the tag belts. Uh Extreme Rules, which would have been the pay per view after WrestleMania, I guess. So, so. yeah, that'd be too many uh, changes. 
I mean, this is, this is this is WWE, man. Come so, on. I don't know, uh, oh. but it's the summertime. The title doesn't change hands. Summer, summertime. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I agree with Ray, and I'm also going Sheamus and Cesaro. All right. Next match: Intercontinental Title, The Miz versus Dean Ambrose. And I gotta be honest. Wait, no, 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 no. Okay, I know. The Miz is the champ here. Miz, Miz is the champ. Correct. I thought it was Ambrose for a second. No. I honestly don't even know. I think the Miz has actually had this title for quite a long time, and he's been, uh, you know, trying to bring prestige back to the title. So I'm going to lean on you for this one because I might copy you. Um, <laughs> oh, man, this are you is, going the Miz? This is uh, this is actually a tough one. So there's like this whole other thing going on, which I actually I only saw a little bit of, uh, but there was like a number one draft pick in the NBA who, or the, he wasn't even the number, he was like the uh, the Lakers number one pick or something. And he oh came, Lonzo Ball yeah he came on he was on Monday Night Raw he was on the Miz uh, Miz TV thing last not this past week but the week before and I guess unscripted he dropped the N word and so the Miz no the Alon what's his name Alonzo Alonzo Ball yeah he dropped the N word uh, live on Raw oh nice unscripted and well, you know he probably didn't show up to rehearsal yeah so that was uh, that actually. Uh, WWE had to actually come out and issue an apology. So there's this whole other thing going on with that. Um, Miz actually had a pretty solid promo on Dean Ambrose this past week where he kind of, you know, basically laid it out that Dean Ambrose character is pretty lame and it's, you know, not, uh, it's not lunatic or whatever, you know, he's just kind of lame. So, um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Miz. I think we keep the belt on the Miz at this point. I mean, what is Ambrose doing that's proving anything other than the fact that yeah, his character is kind of lame. So as much as it pains me to say it. The Miz has gotten so much better. The Miz is the even, best fucking heel out there right even now. Even his wrestling has gotten slightly better. Like, he's kind of taken Daniel Bryan's kicks and stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, he's a lot more fluid than he was about five or six or seven, eight did you years see, ago. <laughs> did you see the, the Miz promo that he did on Daniel Bryan on Talking yeah, Smack? Yeah, yeah, And his promo this oh, week man. was outstanding. That was the best fucking promo that I've seen in years. Yes. And clearly it was still scripted, but it was sort of not scripted. Well, he delivered, though. But, dude, yeah. the, I mean, he had some real emotion behind it. So I hope the Miz wins because he's had he's got some fucking balls. Yeah. He's got some fucking balls. And Dean Ambrose, sadly, which, man, I really really wanted to love dean ambrose when he was uh john moxley he was coming in um i was all about it and he just he's kind of had his ball snipped and so i hope he eventually finds what he needs there uh, i don't really like his in-ring all it's that much either so because yeah. they're all on the same show now ambrose uh the shield ambrose yeah. reigns and uh i forget the other guy's name but they're uh, all Seth Rollins? yeah, they're all in the same show now, and they act like they never were a group together. It's just it's kind of weird. Yeah, but yeah, like I was saying, I'm going Miz to Intercontinental. I don't see any title changes yeah. going on here, and uh, the Mizes <laughs> next to Enzo Amore, the best mic skills on the fucking roster, as far yeah, as I'm concerned. Absolutely. On to the next one. Yes, What's Ray that? Wyatt versus oh Seth Rollins. Yes, yes, Seth Rollins. He's the other guy I was talking yes. about. Yes. I'm going... Uh, Not talking about, actually, but... Well, he was in The Shield, right? Right. No, I meant, you know, because you didn't name his name because you didn't oh, remember it. yeah. And then I said it. Well, it, unfortunately, he's my pick because <laughs> he's the baby face. Uh, I'm a, I have I'm no assuming. clue the backstory of this thing. Yeah. I'm quickly trying to read it. I'm going Seth Rollins because I think he's in with Triple H, but I don't know. 
like backstage or on camera? Just as a whole. I mean, they feuded and faced each other at WrestleMania. No, I mean, the, I mean, Triple H did put him over. Uh, you know, Triple H ain't gonna wrestle you at WrestleMania for you to lose to Bray Wyatt in July. Right. But at the same time, we don't know how long this feud has been going. Um, so it's honestly, it's kind of hard. It's This is a really tough one to call because I don't know the direction because I haven't been watching the show. So I don't know, is this their, you know, is this their first match? I assume it is. Um, you know, are they going to maybe face each other at SummerSlam again? I don't know the direction they want to take them. Um, but I mean, I guess based on that and the fact that I don't know, I'll just pick Bray Wyatt just because I feel like there could probably be more meat on the bones of this feud and they could face each other at SummerSlam. I think in the end, Seth Rollins definitely comes out as the winner because he's on the cover of the new game. So, God damn it. Oh, that's right. Uh, cover boy can't lose. Right. But I think that because I don't know how long this has been going, it looks like it's only been going since about June 19th. It's only been going less than a month. I'm going to assume that there's more to this feud. And so I guess I pick Bray Wyatt. Nice. Oh, you're picking Bray Wyatt. I'm picking Bray Wyatt because I think they're going to face each other at SummerSlam again. Yeah, we need like differentiating. Yes, yes. So that that works for me. We got two of them that are different. Enzo and uh, Seth Rollins. All right, next one. Uh, Alexa Bliss, uh, who is the champ, the Raw Women's Champion versus Sasha Banks. And that's for the Raw Women's Championship. So uh, who do you got in that one, Eddie? Well, I'm sticking to the script. I don't see any title changes going on right now. Uh, Alexa Bliss looks pretty good. Uh, and and what do you mean by that? She's the champ. Oh, okay. Like, I thought I thought uh, that was a uh, comment on her physical features. Yeah, I mean, oh, she she's looks not, certainly not she ugly. Looks <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss is the champ. I'm not taking any title switches here. I agree. Uh, Too I, many of those in this. I thought Sasha division. Banks had like the Jeep and shit. She used to roll out in a Jeep, and she's a little bit more gangster. Yeah, you know, when she was a heel, um, I think she's a face still. I'm not really. I mean, I assume Alexa yeah, Bliss yeah, is yeah. a heel because Alexa Bliss. I thought she was going to turn heel at WrestleMania, and she did not. Um, honestly, man, they really fucked up this division. Um, I have no clue where uh, what's her face is. Where is uh? Oh, she went to SmackDown, right? Uh, the hugger, right? I think she's Something gone. About uh, Naomi? No, uh, Bailey. Bailey. I, she must be. I think she's on SmackDown now. Maybe. I don't uh, really know. No, she was on Raw. <laughs> oh, she on Raw? Why? She she's not Raw. in this mix. She was with Sasha Banks. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that they haven't blown off that whole thing because I thought there was going to be a feud between them. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, in the end, I, I mean, I think Sasha Banks has held this title way too many goddamn times. How many times has she won? She's like a four-time champion or something already. Yeah, they're just changing this title way too many times. And so with that, I hope that they keep the title on Alexa. So I I go with Alexa. Yeah, I got the same thing here. All right, on to the next one. I know who Ray wants to win this match. (laughs) Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Ambulance match for the co-main event title of the world. Uh, Oh, it's wait, what? Wait, hold on. I'm just kidding. Wait, this is not for any title, right? I know. Okay. <laughs> it's just funny that, like, because in UFC, all the title matches go first. Yeah. And in WWE, you got a title match on the undercard, title match here, yeah. title match there. There's, like, no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. But uh, Roman Reigns, I got to go Roman Reigns here. I, I think uh, he's undefeated in ambulance matches. I'm not sure. <laughs> Good job, Roman Reigns. You're undefeated in ambulance matches. His style matches up well with Braun Strowman's yeah. style. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is an obvious baby face versus heel 
situation. Yeah, there. yeah. And Roman Reigns did not beat The Undertaker for him to lose in July to Braun Strowman. So <laughs> Roman Reigns is <laughs> my You're not wrong. Pick. You're not wrong. Uh, I the, have a very simple philosophy on making picks. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, Roman Reigns is going to win this match. Um, as much as I want to see Braun Strowman, the last time I was watching Braun Strowman had one of – one of the one of the best moments in WWE of late where he just kept beating Roman Reigns down. It literally went on for like 10 to 15 minutes of actual TV time. Every time that he would like throw Roman Reigns off something and you would think that was going to be like the ending, they're going to go to commercial wrong. Braun Strowman would come back and he would beat the <laughs> shit out of him again. Then he put what was obviously a dummy Roman Reigns onto a gurney and pushed him off of uh, like where they load the docks. He pushed him off of that. Then you thought it was done again. Then they put him back on it, brought him, put him into an ambulance. And then Braun Strowman came over and tipped the ambulance over with Roman Reigns in it. It was one of the best. I think it was supposed to be comedic. I'm not 100% sure, uh, but it really entertained me. And he's still going to lose this match. So, yeah, Roman Reigns yeah. all day long. This is a baby face match. This is the easiest match to pick. Yeah. I mean, come on. Roman Reigns is winning this match. There's no way that's not happening. So, all right. On to the main event of the night. The main event. The only reason why we're even talking about Great Balls of Fire on the JOET podcast. Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe for the Universal what Championship. What a fucking match, man. Love wow. this matchup. Wow. Give me some more of this, and you might hook Eddie back into your little uh, WWE universe there. This is this is a fucking dream match for the fucking ages. It's happening yeah. on the worst-named pay-per-view of all times. <laughs> uh, how fuck, man, Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, what a fucking dream match. Oh, yeah. God damn, can you imagine in 2004, like, thinking, like, fucking Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe? craziness this right? is gonna be a i honestly cannot think of anyone that i would rather see brock lesnar against yeah on the in the whole lineup doesn't in, matter and not there is not a professional wrestler that i think i would rather see versus brock lesnar than samoa joe Dude, brock lesnar has got it made right now he's on that hollywood hogan wwe or wcw contract he doesn't do jack shit he just like sits around and like lets paul Heyman talk for him he doesn't even have to cut his own promos and, like, fucking, he's just, like, laughing at Samoa Joe. Like, Samoa Joe's trying to conjure up some heat between them, like, in these little backstage fights and shit. Brock Lesnar's just got his belt, and he just points and laughs at him. It's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you Vince McMahon will not let another superstar have the contract he, yeah. that Brock Lesnar has because no he's got chance. it made. No chance. Uh, he's probably making more money than everybody else, too. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, it looks like I have not been watching the buildup. I saw it from this Monday. Uh, but it's actually been pretty good. They've actually let Joe get the upper hand on Brock quite a bit, yeah. um, which leads me to believe that Joe is probably not going to win this match. And honestly, I mean, they're building up Brock to face uh, to face Roman Reigns at Dude. WrestleMania, so Joe's not winning this match anyway, sadly. Uh, but this is going to be a fucking awesome, awesome match. It's going to be um, really, really uh, strong style. Um, and hopefully Brock fucking brings it because I'll tell you what. Hopefully it lasts longer than 10 minutes. Brock, like, Brock, I, want a, I want a good solid I don't, match. Right. I don't want this to. I hope this doesn't turn into like Brock versus uh, Randy Orton or Brock versus Cena uh, that one time. I want this to be an actual hard fought match. Don't make Joe look like shit in this match. Make Joe look. Oh, what strong. if he jobs out in like three minutes? <laughs> no, I, I hope to God that it could happen. I think after the Goldberg thing, I don't think that's what they're going to do with you Brock. You know what? I would have loved the Iron Man match here. 
between these two. I'll tell you what, this is that would have been pretty sick. This is tough though, because this is another case of, you know, you think when you think logically, you're like, there's no way that they can make Joe look like shit in this. But at the same time, Joe is not a a WWE guy. He's not Joe. Joe is a TNA guy. And so look at all the WCW guys. It's like no way that Sting's going to have his first match at WrestleMania and look like shit and get fucking defeated by triple H. (laughs) And he does. So uh, it happens over and over again. You have these WCW guys or TNA guys that come over and they got to make them look like shit initially. Uh, You know, AJ Styles like, Hey, you know, we should probably let you win your first match. You're going to fucking job to Chris Jericho. You know, yeah. but then the next year, you know, you're going to we're going to we're going to basically make one of the shows around you until WrestleMania. And then we're going to make you face shaming, man. But point being, Smojo is not a WWE original. He's not winning this match. Um, and I just hope it is a good match that this is Goldberg. Or, uh, sorry, this is Brock's first match since uh, facing Goldberg at WrestleMania. So this is crazy. Yeah. I got Brock Lesnar, Hollywood Brock Lesnar, strumming that air guitar with the belt with Eric <laughs> Bischoff, <laughs> aka <laughs> Paul Heyman, walking out with him. Yeah, it's the total ripoff of Ho- uh, Hollywood Hogan and uh, Eric Bischoff. Yeah, it's just so crazy to me that Vince is allowing this to happen. Uh, but I don't hate Brock Lesnar. I don't hate Paul Heyman. It's just, uh, you know, man, money well spent there. Uh, I got Brock Lesnar and, uh, you know, to everything Ray said and more, it's just, uh, he's not a WWE guy at all. So yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be, it's actually gonna be a fun, uh, fun event. We'll, uh, we'll probably do a little recap of that next week. We're going to go to break and we're going to come back and we are going to have the Eddie, the jerk breakdown of UFC 213 this Saturday. Ray the Jerk's going to be here, too. He's going to break it down as well. But don't listen to him. Listen to Eddie. And you are going to listen to Eddie. And he's going to talk about our sponsor of the Jerk of All Trades podcast, Audible. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do UFC. So we'll see you guys on the flip side of the break. Hey, what's up, guys? Eddie the Jerk here from the Jerk of All Trades podcast. We got a new deal for you here from audible.com. It's the audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast link. You get a 30-day free trial with audible.com. You get to choose from over 180,000 books. Um, You're never getting any repeats with audible.com. I've been listening to audible.com for a while now, and I freaking love it. Um, You know, you got your your Pandoras, your Spotify's. You're listening to the same stuff week in and week out. You're not going to get that with Audible. Uh, My personal favorite book from audible.com is Unshakable, Your Financial Freedom Playbook by Tony Robbins. It's inspirational as a mofo, motivational as a mofo, and uh, you get your learn on with audible.com and Tony Robbins. So once again, that's audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast. Check it out. All right, guys, we are back. So we just got done breaking down WWE Great Balls of Fire, which is happening this Sunday. But on Saturday, we got another huge, huge event. We've got UFC 213, which is going down, going, going down in Las Vegas. So uh, let's uh, let's let's break it down. Let's break this down. Let's fucking break this shit down. UFC 213 this Saturday. Don't miss it. Great freaking card. In the main event, we got Amanda Nunes, the woman that just beat Ronda Rousey, going up against the number one contender, Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko. This is a rematch. 
from a fight they had about a year ago. Uh, Amanda Nunes won that fight by uh, decision. This is a close fight here. You know, um, if I had to pick it, I'd definitely give the Which reach. you do? Ah, no, I'm kind of uh, under the gun here Yeah. Well, with the picks. Are with we keeping bullet. track of my p- picks or probably not, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I think your boy, the <clears throat> jerk, is doing all right. Yeah. So the reach I'm going to uh, give to Amanda Nunes. Uh, the grappling and wrestling given to Amanda Nunes. The striking I'm giving to Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko. Stamina and athleticism goes to Shevchenko, and the toughness and chin is going to Shevchenko. This is a 50-50 fight in Vegas. Um, Dead even. And if I got to pick a five-round championship fight, I got to take the fighter with the better gas tank that can go all five rounds without getting tired. Shevchenko has done this against her win against uh, Holly Holm. She tooled Holly Holm pretty well. In their five round fight on Fox, uh, I would say I'm going upset, but it's a dead pick. Uh, it's a 50 50 fight, but I'm going challenger Shevchenko to beat Ooh. Amanda Nunes fourth round. Big call, big call. Fourth round TKO. I think I just think very it, specific, man. I just think Amanda Nunes she gets tired, man. That that first fight they had in the third round, she was done. And uh, if Shevchenko hadn't uh, lost the first two rounds. She definitely would have beat her. So can I can I ask a question? This is actually uh, off spur of the moment thought, um, and this may be offensive, and it may be considered to be misogynist. I'm, I'm already I, offended, and I and I hope that it. I don't mean it that way. I actually am just very interested by this. Um, so if you're a female UFC fighter and you are getting prepared for your match, whatever, um, and you know it's like the day of your fucking you know your your match and you get your fucking period. Like, does that affect, does that affect you? Like, I mean, You're it's got me. I mean, it's got to, right? Because I mean, I don't you know. know. I mean, I, you know, I've been in relationships. I've never had a period. I mean, before. I've been in, I've been in relationships and such, you know, and you know, when it's that time of the month, you know, they you know, fight? The, no, I mean the day, what, I mean, fuck, they're, they're fucking tired and shit. Like they're just like exhausted and like and they're emotional. fucking, their hormones are all over the fucking map and shit. And, yeah. uh, you know, I don't mean it to be sexist or anything, but I mean, would that like affect you? And also if you're like, that would affect do you my think, pick. Do you think that there, <laughs> should that be actually something that's brought up in like female yeah, MMA you fights? Know, I'm going to have to send some emails out to, uh, to, to get the, the calendar on these chicks. Right. And, and also here's another question. If they are like seeing each other a lot and they're like maybe friends still, do their flows sync up and then it doesn't matter right then it's an even fight still then it's an even yeah. fight so just one unless th- one chick like dies when she gets a period and the other chick turns into the incredible hulk yeah 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 because yeah. every period you know people react differently right to their periods. i don't know i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna say that most girls that i've like been some chicks their periods are like meh i didn't really feel it and then some chicks are like Bruh! Yeah, I think most of them get pretty tired and exhausted and shit. I don't think a lot of them turn into the Hulk, but I mean, maybe, hey, if you, hey, if you're a female listener of the Jerk of All Trades podcast and you didn't turn the podcast off when I brought this question up because I didn't mean it offensively, uh, I honestly no. just wondered. Um, and you want to give us some feedback on 
your, you know, your flow and how it affects you. And maybe you do something physical or whatever. And does it affect you? Maybe you're an MMA fighter and uh, maybe you're going to come and kick the fucking ever living shit out of Ray the jerk for even bringing this question up. And maybe you're just going to, you know, send us an email and let me know. So I was just wondering. So. Yeah, Don't ask the Shevchenko this question. I'm not asking. Sure. Yeah, probably not. In, not in person. Woo! I just uh, generally sort of wonder. So, yeah. All right. That's cool. it. Moving along to the uh, co-main event of the evening will be for the interim middleweight championship. Your boy, you're all Yoel Romero versus Robert, the Reaper Whitaker. This is another close fight. I've been watching both of these guys for a while now. I have been picking Yoel Romero for every fight that he's been in just about, and he's come through each and every time. He's the number one contender to the middleweight championship. Unfortunately, the champion, Michael Bisping is injured right now and can't defend his title. Uh, Robert Whitaker has also been on the come up. He's on the rise. He's number three in the world. And, uh, man, this is such a great fight. This is such a great fight that I hate to have to pick it because I like both of these guys. You have to fucking pick it. I like it when these guys go up against like people that are supposed to win so I can bet on them and win a shitload of money. But unfortunately they're fighting each other. And if I have to pick it, it's going to have to be the same way I picked the last one. It's a five round fight. Yoel Romero dies off in that third round. He he just he needs to finish this fight. He has to finish Robert Whitaker within the first two rounds, or else things are going to get bad for him quickly. Uh, Robert Whitaker, I don't believe has been in a five round fight, and I don't think uh, Yoel Romero has either. But definitely the stamina goes to Robert Whitaker. The reach goes to Yoel Romero. Size and reach. Grappling and wrestling goes to Romero for sure. I believe he's a gold medalist from Cuba in the uh, 2008 Damn. Olympics. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyways, and the toughness and chin definitely going to Whitaker. He's been he's been hit, and he just keeps coming back. Comes back and back and back. So with the stamina and the power and the chin, I got to go with Robert Whitaker. Fourth round, knockout. Or TKO, Damn. maybe. Yeah, it sounds like a good, uh, a, a pretty even matchup there. So I'm, uh, I'm interested to see that. Yeah, fight. Yoel Romero is a uh, wrestler, but what, he's got like this dynamic, freakish uh, striking ability. He's like an X Man man. He can do like backflips and splits and fucking. It looks like he's chiseled from stone. <laughs> it's just he's just a freak athlete that just gets the job done. And Robert Whitaker's a little more blue collar. He's a little bit workman like. Uh, he's got a background in boxing, and uh, I actually know a guy that trained with uh, Robert Whitaker for a while in jiu-jitsu, and he described Robert Whitaker's hands as bricks with fingers. <laughs> so every time he grabbed, like he would grab my buddy in, in, a, in a grappling match, and he could not r loosen his grip. Like the grip just wasn't coming off. And then like when he would fight his hands, his hands were like twice the size of a normal person's hands. So if Robert Whitaker hits you with those hands, you're going to fucking go night-night. Mm -hmm. So it's just the way it is. And some people are just blessed like that, man. They got those fucking gigantic fucking hands and fucking iron fucking bones and shit. And that just... Because uh, a lot of MMA X fighters... X-Men, I believe. Yeah, a lot of... <laughs> adamantium skeletons. Yeah, adamantium steel. <clears throat> uh, a lot of uh, fighters, they break their hands all the time. And <laughs> Robert Whitaker does not have that problem, so... Uh, going Robert Whitaker, fourth round decision there. On to the next one, one of my favorite fights. Fabricio Vicavallo Verdum versus Alistar the Reem Overeem. 
Uh, these two guys have fought before. This is a heavyweight matchup. Very interesting matchup. Fabricio Verdum is number one uh, contender. Alistar Overeem is number three. Uh, he just fought Stipe and uh, got knocked the fuck out. I thought he was going to win that fight. I picked Overeem, but unfortunately he lost there. Uh, for this matchup, the can't s- win them all. No, nah, the size and the reach are probably the same. If I had to give the reach, I'd probably give it to Overeem. Uh, grappling and wrestling is Verdum all day. Uh, you know, uh, Overeem's got some underrated chokes and uh, trips, you know, takedowns and stuff, but he ain't trying to take down Verdum. Verdum's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. He's choking everybody the fuck out. So look for Overeem to maintain his distance here and use that striking, the striking uh, that I'll give to Alistar Overeem, even though it's a lot closer than uh, it was before in their previous matchups because Verdum has uh, improved his striking immensely. But I'm still giving that advantage to Overeem. Overeem, he's a K1 champion, and uh, <laughs> he hits like a fucking uh, brick shit house. The toughness and chin is going to Verdum. Overeem is notorious for ha- having a mosquito land on his chin, bite him, and him fall down. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it's a bad playing. time for that to be happening. I'm just playing <laughs> Overeem. Don't slam my ass. I'm just kidding. He needs some citronella candles <laughs> around him at all times. But yeah, man, he gets hit in the face, man, in... Uh, a done deal yeah he goes down quick um Glass which jaw. is which which is probably from years and years and years of sparring because this happens to every fighter after so many years it just the lights turn off for yeah. him it's just a bad deal so <clears throat> i'm going alistair Overeem. uh is he the underdog he is he's a slight favorite so he's slight favorite Overeem by decision i feel very confident in Overeem. And you should too. So uh, on to the next one. I got uh, oh Anthony Showtime Pettis. This cat's from Milwaukee, Ray. Ooh, yes, Anthony Pettis. He trains out of Rufus Sport in Milwaukee. I have definitely heard his name. Maybe we'll have to take a trip up there so they can kick our ass and it'll be. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll let them kick your ass. <laughs> it'll first. be good. Uh, it'll be good podcast. How, material. how about how about uh, you go there and get your ass kicked? I'll go to the float tank. How's that sound? Yeah, that's that's I fine like with it. me. I like it. We'll see. We'll have to see what the listeners maybe, say. Maybe uh, maybe the listeners want you to go may, there. Maybe the yeah. Thing. Maybe maybe uh, maybe <laughs> Eddie can go to get his ass kicked uh, by uh, Anthony Pettis. Then he can go to the float tank, and Ray will go to on the border, and <laughs> then he'll maybe go to the float tank. After You're going that. back to Canada to the uh, border. That's not the border nah. I'm talking about. Uh, it is a strip club. The gentleman's. Aesthetic. Sorry, it's a, a gentleman's club. Yes. A club for gentlemen. So our boy Anthony Pettis is going up against Jim Miller. Jim Miller, the uh, perennial contender at lightweight. Jim Miller's tough as fuck. He's a contender. Anytime Jim Miller's fighting, I'm watching it because it's a great fucking fight. So, uh, yeah, man, size and reach going to Pettis. Grappling and wrestling, I'm going to have to give to Jim Miller. He's a black belt, and uh, he's probably got good enough wrestling to get the job done here, but I'm not sure. Uh, Anthony Pettis has improved his takedown defense. Striking. Simple Pettis, I believe, is a black belt in Taekwondo, and uh, he's got awesome kicks, powerful kicks, and uh, he's got a little bit of hands to match, too. So, definitely striking to Anthony Pettis. The stamina and athleticism. Athleticism is Pettis easy. Stamina might be to Jim Miller, though. Jim Miller doesn't get tired too often, so that, that's a wash. That's a 50 50 one right there. Toughness and chin. Man, Anthony Pettis is tough. He took a five-round ass whooping from Rafael Dos Anjos and never quit. His eye was all fucked up and everything. And Jim Miller, I don't, he doesn't get finished very often, but it's been happening a little bit more nowadays. 
So I, I'll give. A sl- you got to get finished, man. I'll give the slight toughness and chin to Anthony Pettis here. So uh, with all that said, I am going Anthony Showtime Pettis on a unanimous decision, uh, maybe a split decision. I disagree with you. I'm no. I wanted to make it. That's not, fine. Not unanimous, but that's no. fine. But uh, Jim Miller and Anthony Pettis should be a great fucking fight. Yeah, this sounds like a good card, man. This sounds like a good card. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to checking it out. For those wondering, Anthony Pettis is a minus two and a half favorite. So, uh, you know, be careful with that. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of great fights here in UFC 213. Uh, We got some more Milwaukee guys on here, too. We actually have uh, Gerald Mearshat. He's he's fighting Tiago Santos. And uh, one of our Instagram buddies here. Bilal Muhammad uh, going up against Jordan Mean. Big up to the Instagram followers. We love you guys, and we definitely love you. So well, I don't we know hope... if he's following us, but uh, yeah. he, he gives us a shout out every once in a while. On the, on the well, we'll get we'll give favorites. him we'll give him a shout out right now. Yeah, so. good luck, man. Good luck, yeah, yeah. Bilal Muhammad. Absolutely. And, uh, speaking of Instagram shout outs, got to shout out the Motown Phenom who looked great in his last fight against Michael Chiesa uh, last Saturday night. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yes. First round submission for Thank the Motown for Phenom. Phenom, twenty four years old. On the rise, man. Watch out for Kevin Lee. Motown much Fina. much like us, except we're not 24. Uh, I think we're like 26. But I'm about no, we're, we're on the rise, and uh, he's on the rise too. So, yeah. Sweet. So that pretty much wraps it up. We got a lot of Milwaukee guys on uh, UFC 213. Can't miss it. You got five, six great fights. It's it's just uh, this is, once, once again, another Saturday night where you got to get locked into that UFC. You won't be disappointed. Much like Thursday nights where you won't be disappointed yes! when you lock and load and listen to the Jerk of All Trades podcast. And this is going to wrap up the UFC and WWE edition of the show. We've got another show lined up for you guys, too, that we're going to drop this week where we're going to hit a lot of our normal subject matter um, before we go, uh, Eddie, you want to hit him with uh, social media? And oh, then we'll for be out. sure. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Or, uh, like us on Facebook. Like, yeah, get it <laughs> right. Follow us get on Twitter. Right. Follow us on Instagram. We're hitting you every week with them pictures on Instagram. Um, you know, we're now on Twitch. So for those check of you us fans, out on Twitch, man. Wednesday night, Thursday nights, maybe give or take. Uh, we will be rocking some Jack. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll Twitch. let you guys know on the social media page. We will be there. Uh, Joat Podcast Hell is our yeah. name there. Playing some Jackbox, might be playing. If you some... want to play with us, log on to that Jackbox yeah. and uh, play some uh, uh, some uh, some maybe vintage. some maybe some Friday the Thirteenth. We might be playing yeah. some Grand Theft Auto. Quiplash. We got a bunch of uh, we got a bunch of fun shit lined up, and so, we'd love for yeah, you guys check, to come play with us. Check us out on Twitch every once in a while. We're gonna be having some fun on there yes. too. Joet Podcast on Twitch. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably already did. Rate us, review us, give us that rating five, five star. Five stars. I'm still waiting on that Kendall Jenner rating, but that's okay. I'm not all that worried about it. We'll <laughs> we'll take we'll take our people. Our we want our people, the jerk of all trades people. To rate us, we don't want Stitcher, Kendall Jenner. Stitcher, give us that thumbs up on Stitcher. Google Play. Get, rate us, rate us too on Stitcher. You can't miss us. Any questions for us? Jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com. That is jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And the official website of the jerks, joatpodcast.com. Definitely check it out. I'm telling uh, you know what? We've got some fun, fun shit lined up for the website for you guys. It's going to keep growing. We're going to start building upon that and having more fun shit for you guys to interact with there. So 
definitely keep an eye on that. Check it out. You can stream all the new episodes from there. You can stream all the old episodes from there. You can give your money to us there. Um, so yeah, just check us out there. Um, we fucking love you guys. Thank you we guys so much guys, for all your support. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait, where's my universal call out? Next episode, which is which will drop very shortly after very this. Very soon. You will get your universal call out and everything that you love. From yes, Mr. middle finger Trades of the podcast. week. So much more. We got fun, fun shit lined up. So, we got more Alex Jones shit and Spyrobot is going to be a fun one. So yes, definitely for keep an eye in. out. Uh, we we got to run. We're up against it right now. But uh, we, we appreciate all the support and look forward to uh, more episodes of the Jerk of All Trades podcast. Yes, we are out. We love you guys. 